I'm Carol Joy Side, and welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. You're listening to episode 82. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Well, this afternoon, I am sitting across a Zoom screen with my new friend, Rachel Reeves. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you so much for having me, Carol. My pleasure. So um, my assistant, Rachel, there must be something about your names, <laughs> uh, discovered you and recommended you to me. And I know very little about you, but my level of trust for my Rachel is so high <laughs> that I said, sure, let's do this. So I know that you originally were from California. What part? We lived in Southern California, born and raised there. And uh, my husband and I both lived there about 40 years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's my spiritual home. So I, yes. I, I always love Californians and feel at home with them. But yeah. now tell our listeners where you're listening, where you're living, I should say. Um, well, we decided about three years ago to move out to uh, Northern Virginia. So we bought a small farm out here and we are about, I'd say without traffic, about 35 minutes from Washington, D.C., Oh my goodness. So yes. you're right in the hub of things, but not. In a, yes, far in a, enough away, but close enough to visit. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. So I know you have three girls. What are their ages? So I have a 13-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a six-year-old who will be seven next week. And oh. they're all girls. <laughs> oh. oh, that sounds like yeah. a ton of fun. It's it like is. slumber party every day, right? Well, some days, <laughs> but it is, it is, it is definitely, um, never a dull moment and yeah. it's been better than I could have hoped. It's wonderful. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. And your homeschool mom. Yes. Homeschooling. This is our eighth year. We, uh, our first daughter was in kindergarten for a year. Uh, and then we just, didn't, we couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> I, I every day dropped her off, every day missed her. Yes. And uh, we had some wonderful friends surrounding us who were veteran homeschoolers who I we asked tons of questions of and then took a leap and it's been homeschool ever since. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Well, so according to my assistant, Rachel, um, you really shine in the area of helping families to engage with current events without losing hope. And so tell us a little bit about that. Well, I always have had a real um, pull towards and uh, a love for, a passion for history yes. and understanding history from beginning to modern time. And uh, I think because of that, I found I was always paying attention to current events, political events, um, everything that was happening would, because I could see myself putting it in context of stories that I've told my children or things I've read and things I've learned. So I've always been interested in current events and what's going on. Um, and, and that always kind of was informed by everything I've learned about history and been teaching my girls. So it, it's very natural for me to want to talk about it. So many of the relationships I've had with people were on social media. And I found uh, there was a couple reasons why 
people were feeling frustrated with uh, their news intake. And um, it was for several reasons. First of all, there's just so much news available to people. Yes. Secondly, um, it's uh, overwhelming the, not just the amount of news outlets, but the content. Um, and thirdly, and probably most importantly to most people is when they were looking for news outlets, they found it difficult to find, um, news that wasn't all consuming, um, that didn't take them hours on end to complete, but that also shared in their, uh, worldview. And for many of my followers and for myself as well, it needed to be centered in what we believe to be true in our relationship with Christ. And so there are those outlets out there. They're just not the ones that have the most airtime. And so I was sensing people's frustrations. People knew I loved the news. They knew I loved major events and history. And so often I was getting asked questions. Yes. Uh, and I just, you know, you can't answer all of the questions coming in. So I thought this might be sharing news headlines every day might be a way to solve this um, this issue where people were getting little glimpses of what's going on in the world in a way that is not hopefully overwhelming yes. and can also offer a perspective both on like a geopolitical kind of um, uh, playing field but then also kind of um, whittling it down to what the Lord would say about these things um, in a truthful way, not in a necessarily a partisan way, if that makes sense. So I began sharing headlines every day on my Instagram stories. Only a couple weeks ago, I've always kind of, you know, said things here and there, but in a real concerted effort, I started sharing a couple news stories a day with a little bit of commentary. And then I would always, I I try and share either podcast recommendations or book recommendations Mm -hmm. or links to articles that might, you know, give people a little bit more to follow up with, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. So what are some of the great resources you're finding that maybe don't pop up right away on people's news feeds? Well, I get asked that a lot, and I think it depends on who you're looking to inform and uh, and what exactly, what format you're looking for. I know for parents, um, for Christian parents, they are, for the most part, who I'm talking to, they want their children to be informed of um, news in a age-appropriate way. Yes. Um, so that they are not in a insulated bubble Yes. But they're also not exposed to things that are outside of their realm of understanding. Exactly. So I, first of all, often recommend um, uh, world news um, for both their uh, print publication, which we receive and we love, but then they also have exceptionally produced podcasts, multiple ones that they've uh just yeah. and then some that have been around for longer and then recently they started a world watch which is geared towards children which is about 10 minutes a day which i tell every parent to get yes. um, 10 minutes it's affordable it doesn't shy away from issues 
but it also doesn't give you more than you need to hear for children that are say, you know, 12 or 13 and below. Yes. Um, but the World Print Magazine is exceptional. It is great um, journalism. It always has been. Yes. Uh, and I feel like now they don't shy away from issues that Christians often don't want to talk about. They, yeah. they head straight into the fray. Yeah. And I love that. Uh, but they also do it with um, precision and accuracy to, you know, what I believe, you know, scripture tells us. Yeah. If you want a secular publication of all of the print newspapers, because I'm so old school and I like print newspapers delivered Me to my too. <laughs> Me too. Um, I go with the Wall Street Journal. Me too. Um, you yeah. have, have the same taste. Yes. <laughs> I love World Magazine. Yes. Just, um, I discovered World Magazine when our son was maybe four years old and he's okay. 41. So, yeah. and um, I was at a Susan Schaefer Macaulay conference up oh, in- Oh, I love her. <laughs> yeah, up in, um, uh, where was it? In Central California. We were at a conference there and they had World Magazine spread out on the table. And um, so I took some home and just fell in love with World and have been reading it ever since. But for about the past 30 years, when I would travel and speak, I would have World send me cases of magazines to my seminars. Yeah. And we would, as the people came and got their handouts and, you know, the things for the day, we would always put a World magazine in their yeah. packet for that oh, yeah. day. And yeah. so there is just nothing like it. And Marvin Olasky is such a man of wisdom, His, the editor. Yeah. Um, and again, someone who has not lived in a glass bubble. He was a professor for many, many years. And I think he's actually gone back GUT mm -hmm. Austin, um, teaching at a secular school, yeah. um, really making a difference, coming himself out of the Communist Party, as mm -hmm. his father was also, I believe, a member of the Communist Party. He was also yeah. Jewish, uh, mm -hmm. raised in a Jewish home. So he brings such a richness. He isn't just a little, you know, vanilla Right, milk right. toast kind of man right. yes. and as you say um, they handle really hard things judiciously mm -hmm. and i love everything they do so i'm thrilled that you love world magazine as well a few years ago my son asked me how i knew my method was working i told him i know homeschooling is working if a child is reading under the covers with a flashlight that's because a child who stays up late at night reading loves learning. And isn't that the goal of education? To make lifelong learners. We don't need a lot of what I call holy hardware to give our children the very best education they can get. As Dr. Raymond Moore used to say, a good education requires a Bible, a library card, and a math curriculum. It doesn't have to be complicated or expensive, but you do need a plan. Over the last 35 years, I have created invaluable book lists that separate the wheat from the chaff. You don't have to waste time or energy on finding books that are worth your time. I've done the hard work for you. These book lists are the key to my system. They will save you thousands of dollars and lots of false starts and wasted energy. They really are the foundation of my approach. For the first time ever, you can get all of my book lists in one place. I've created an online course all about homeschool to teach you everything you need to know to make homeschooling work. 
The class is self-paced and topic-based, which makes it easy to access the videos and book lists over and over again. Visit my online store or click the link in the show notes to start all about homeschool today. Now back to the show. And then go ahead and then go ahead. Um, for people who don't want to take in their news necessarily reading or, or for moms who don't feel like they have time to sit down, you know, they're in that thick of motherhood where, you know, they need 10 minutes. Yes. Um, so I try and get that real quick, but for them, like podcasts that like the, the world um, and everything in it, they will offer, you know, the legal docket with Mary Riker and they do um, all kinds of different smaller podcasts that really can give you just you know, the shot in the arm of information that are happening. There are tons of other podcasts that I'll listen to. Yes. Um, I listen every day to Al Mueller's The Briefing. Yes. Um, I like how he, how he, you know, really picks out cultural issues that are happening. Not, not always just, you know, what's happening in the White House. Cause that really can get exhausting. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, and so th- that's where I would tell people to start if they want to, you know, um, invest, I would say, start with world, get your magazine, get your world watch for your kids, magazines for kids. And then for a secular news source, I, I want your journal for the most part. Yes. Um, th- that would be where I would say. start. Yes. Yes. And I feel the same way. Um, I feel like the wall street journal, although it has, lost some of its conservative moorings right. um the editorial page tends to be pretty pretty strong oh yeah it's great i love their op-ed yeah. i love yes me too and i love paper um i love reading the wall street journal in a paper form but you can also very inexpensively i think it's four dollars a month subscribe mm-hmm. to getting the page printed on you know your handheld device or whatever and so for those who don't want the paper or can't afford it it's not inexpensive they can yes. inexpensively access wall street journal so yes i'm so excited that we look, we're kindred spirits i knew we were so <laughs> yeah that's great anything else come to mind for children now do you what about the world teen like they have different publications for different ages right yeah yeah they do they have two different magazines a world kids and a world teen and those can come every single month i believe and they also will send you daily emails with interesting news stories so that's always fun my kids really really enjoy that um and you know aside from those things there are so many podcasts you could just get lost out of your mind now so i would say for people find one or two things that you trust yes and stick with those and then build gradually and i really have to say too um people are wanting news resources um but i have always felt that one way i can understand the news that's happening now yes uh, better is by reading history books um it makes more sense to me knowing that nothing that's happening right now is new it's just packaged differently yes so if we're reading you know the stories of what's happened since the dawn of time i know that it can sound daunting but it, it starts just one book at a time you really can go wait a second this is this isn't nothing will come at you as a big surprise and you'll know that 
um, since the fall of man, all of this is truly nothing's new under the sun. It can, it can make you feel um, a little less shaken when certain things happen, even when they are so very tragic. As you know, I think a lot of us are feeling very unstable right now with things that are happening in our world. Yes. But to know through scripture and through books that have been written about what has happened in our world since, you know, Adam and Eve, none of this is really new. It's all been foretold. God has a plan. And so, you know, I would say get a great history kind of spine for what you want to read for yourself, your children, and that along with some great news resources, you'll feel a lot more sure about what it is you're hearing and it won't come as such a surprise. You know what I mean? So Rachel, that's so funny because I just ordered a book for my granddaughter. Um, so she'd have her own edition of a book that I love called A Child's History of the World by VM Hillier. (laughs) And I've been rereading it because there's been some controversy of it being kind of politically corrected. Mm -hmm. And I wanted an old edition. And so, of course, the first chapters are complete lunacy. But after that, Mm -hmm. it is just such a wonderful, and, and that's the term I always use, is a spine just what you yeah. said, we really are kindred spirits, that that book will give you a spine. Yeah. And Susan, uh, Shay from Macaulay, years ago, we were speaking at a conference together, and she said to me, that is the best history book that I know of that has ever been written for children. Mm-hmm. And I agree. And it was interesting, Rachel, as I was reading it about reading about the bubonic plague and yeah. different things, and I'm thinking, oh my word, this is, like you say, and then the other spine that I love is How Should We Then Live by Francis Schaeffer. (laughs) And I've based my whole teaching and my seminars on that book. And um, I always say, if your children have mastered the multiplication tables and how should we then live, you're good. They can go anywhere and stand. uh, show is on Prime now too. You can watch it. Yes, that's right. The videos. Isn't that awesome? So I feel like if you have that Christian perspective that Dr. Schaefer gives us, that, you know, that the Renaissance was just reheated ancient Greece and Rome, and that it just keeps coming up in the microwave, you know, the same ideas, the same man is a God, man is the center of the universe, that nothing really throws you. And then the best thing you could do, of course, is read the book of Revelation, which is more timely than today's newspaper. Oh, it absolutely is. And someone like, I mean, Francis Schaeffer was, I mean, you don't want to use the word prophet, like mm-hmm. willy-nilly. Yeah. The guy yes. could see things coming. So he, could. he was clairvoyant in that way. You know, He was very prophetic. And I wonder what he would say to all of us now, but I do think he would echo just, well, of course this is happening. This isn't, <laughs> this isn't, you know, extraordinary what's happening in the world right now this has happened before and it will happen again again. (laughs) wow well i really enjoy you and i feel like i've done too much talking there's nothing worse than someone who's interviewing someone and they do the talking that's so obnoxious but if you were to give advice to families you know trying to raise children in this world in this community that we live in of news and horrors everywhere the children look especially children who are being raised with screens in their home and and the news coming on and and the things that are being shown 
what would you advise families in terms of negotiating screen content regarding the news? Well, I will likely uh, be slightly controversial in saying this, but um, I would say to definitely not let your kids have unfettered access to screens. Um, and if you can't avoid it, which I really think most people can, yes, smartphones away from them, period, until they're out of your house. That's um, right. Uh, as far as what kind of news to um, kind of expose them to, I know there's a part of us, at least for me, where I want my kids to know what's going on so they can engage, but we can't expect them to be able to engage in the same way we can. It's too much for their little hearts and minds. That's and right. We've learned that the hard way by overexposing um, and then the fallout of worry, anxiety, um, that didn't need to be there because it was information they did not need to have. That doesn't mean that you're supposed to maybe not tell your child that there's a virus called COVID-19. Right. It also doesn't mean you have to sit them down and show them every single, you know, right. uh, school board meeting where some parent is losing their mind. <laughs> you know, like that. Um, same thing goes for like, you know, something like January 6th happens or what's happening currently in Afghanistan. Yeah. They can have a cursory knowledge, but until they're really, I think, you know, right now my daughter's going to be 14 in February. We're having great discussions about what's going on in the world. It's wonderful. And, um, and I've waited for that, but if I would have pushed that 10, a 10 or at 11, I really think it would have made her unnecessarily anxious. Yes. So I think the best thing that parents can do, and this is, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, um, a, parenting or homeschooling expert. I only know what I know, <laughs> but I do know that, um, for our family, um, it's, it's learning about the Bible first and then everything else that happens, we tell them we're honest. Oh, you know what? Yep. This is happening. They, they know mommy loves the news. Uh, we watch, you know, inaugurations and all these things. Yeah. Um, they know when something happens cause I'm honest with them. And then I just let them ask questions and then we, we move on. We don't dwell. Um, and we also, I let them feel what they're going to feel. Sometimes certain news stories hit them that don't hit me the same way. And they really are burdened by something yes. that I'm not. Yes. And that's just the Lord making them unique to certain pain in the world. And so I try and when they want to talk about it, when they want to help some way, when they want to pray about it, when they want to really cry or discuss something, then we do that. But I feel like it's our responsibility as parents not to make our burdens their burdens um, until they can really shoulder those. And I just don't think that that's, you know, when they're under, you know, I, I don't even know. I'm not even there yet. I let my daughter know certain things that are happening. We talk about it. She even reads the Wall Street Journal with me sometimes. But I'm careful to not let her know everything that's happening. She doesn't need to. That's right. She's only I, a child once. She doesn't need all of the, that anxiety, you know? Amen. It makes me think of Corey Ten Boom's father, yep. who said he would give her the ticket when they yep. got on the train, and she didn't need it now. That's right. So there's a time, isn't there? There is. And you know it. I think sometimes we feel things so heavily. And... Um, you know, we want to be open with our kids and tell them things, um, but we have to really seek wisdom from the Lord on that. 
Um, and in the same way, it can go the opposite direction where we want to shield them from literally everything that's happening. And that is equally as detrimental for our kids, you know, because what then are we setting them up for when we send them out and they go, wait a second, what this, I thought everything was amazing. And this world is awful. <laughs> yes, oh, Rachel, so, this is so helpful. <laughs> I have really, really enjoyed this. How can people find you so that they can glean your expertise? Oh, well, thank you. Um, I, I can be found on Instagram. My handle is Arabella uh, underscore farm. That's the name of our farm. And that's where I am. And every morning, every weekday around 10 a.m., I deliver some headlines. And that's that's what I'm doing right now. Nothing too huge or exciting, but it works for me and it's really fun. And I love engaging with people and talking with them, talking with lately this week, we've been able to talk with um, the family members and loved ones of soldiers that are in Afghanistan, yeah. doctors and nurses who are working in hospitals, um, different people that are working in different, um, you know, congressional districts and administrations that are working with all kinds of stuff that's going on. So it's a great little community. We have a nice time. It's really fun. And I think that we are able to, you know, drill down on some important news, but also keep things in perspective that, mm -hmm. that God is, God is on his throne. He's sovereign. And, you know, no matter the news he is, he is in control. Oh, I couldn't have said it better. You are amazing. You're a kindred spirit and long may your tribe increase. Oh, so. <laughs> I, I got to say, before we end this, you know, there's this contingent of homeschooling moms that are just so enamored and in love with Charlotte Mason. And I appreciate it. I've read her book. She's incredible. But Carol, you are my Charlotte Mason. And I just love you. And you have done wonders for our homeschool. And I tell everybody I know about you. So thank you for your work. <laughs> Rachel, I didn't even know that you knew who I was because- Oh my gosh, Carol. <laughs> Rachel didn't give me any background. So this is so fun meeting you. But oh, you yes. are a kindred spirit. I oh, can thank you. Yeah. You got to come to Oklahoma and stay at Sabbath rest so that we can stay up all talking. I would love that. I really enjoyed, wow, meeting you. This is such a gift and it's such a tool that many families are asking for that balance, just what, what you pro provide. Not too much information, but also not just living, you know, behind a black curtain, yeah. but finding the balance and doing it judiciously. That is such a helpful tool. Thank you for what you do. Wow. And I want to spell your um, handle correctly. So it's A-R-A-Bella, right? Arabella underscore farm. Yep, that's it. All right. Okay, good. Well, I can't wait to go on and look at that. I'm totally, you know, low tech. But <laughs> that would be something that would be very helpful to have. Instead of letting Google decide what I need to know about for today, yeah. I would rather that someone I trust and respect and shares my worldview was helping me kind of separate the, the wheat from the chaff. Well, thank you. I hope to, to continue and to just really, you know, provide what the Lord puts in front of me in a, in a fair, balanced and Christ-like way.
Amen. Well, thank you, Rachel. And thank you listeners for joining me this week on the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. If you liked what you heard in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating and a review on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help too. Visit my website, Carol with an E, Joy Side, S-E-I-D, caroljoyside.com to subscribe to our weekly email and receive exclusive discounts in my online store where seminars and interviews are available. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode where I help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Blessings. <laughs>